You guys are aware of the two. I know we're on. Okay. You, uh, John and uh, uh, Kenny, you're aware of the two legislators in Tennessee who were expelled sure. because they uh, carried on and joined kind of a public protest about gun rights. Right. And one of them is a guy named Justin Pearson. Correct. He's got the big do like link on Mod Squad. Right. Yep. And, uh, oh, cool. Really? I, I was, oh, yeah, so, it's, it's flying. I don't know who alluded awesome. to this. Uh, again, once in a while, both Kelsey and or Jordy really come through with something interesting. And this is from KWAM <laughs> in Thank Memphis. You. Thanks, guys. Well, I meant that seriously. Yeah. I, the <laughs> Mighty 990. And it's a oh, video of this legislator, Justin Pearson. <laughs> when he was in college at Bodoin, which is 75 Bodoin. grand a year, and now him as a legislator when he's got the Mod Squad hairdo, and his accent's completely different, his look is completely different. Ooh, yeah. It's fascinating. It like really playing, is fascinating. Playing to the crowd? So Where did you find a, this? The guy, in other words, the guy's a complete phony. Where did you find this? Right there. Okay. It's it's all over um it's, it's social media. It's too, on uh, it's on the internet. I knew the story, but I didn't know I didn't know that. Uh, in fact, get me the other guy's name, Rook. The other guy's name is also Justin something. Jones. Justin Jones. Yes. Well, your look evolves. <laughs> I mean, look at me. No, I'm Kenny, a Kenny, fucking this, disaster. No, now. no, Kenny, Kenny, this goes beyond looking evolves. You got to check this out. It's okay. it's a complete. Yeah. It, what what, what would the point be though? I, I'm as, yeah, a, as concerning what happened. What would the point be? The point being, in college, he was this clean cut, articulate, very serious, taking the world very seriously. And then he gets to the legislature, and he's talking like uh, MLK. He's talking like. Uh, MLK, Jesse, he's doing that bit, including all of the clothing he's wearing. And Who was our garage guy? I'm having a mental block. Garage guy. Uh, here, the black guy. Orville. 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 He, he's, he's Orville talking to Stan Hubbard, and he's Orville in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> that was night yeah, and day. That's... That was night and day. Yeah. Well, good morning, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good morning, Mr. <laughs> Hubbard. I have noticed a crack in this concrete, mm -hmm. and I believe I'm going to be calling some sort of provider. And then he'd see one of us and go, she. <laughs> Greatest line about the Vikings ever. Ever. They sure know how to let somebody down or let a man down. Yeah. No, make a man feel, make bad. feel bad. Oh, that was make it. Okay. A man feel bad. Yeah. Because didn't he die the day after the championship game? I don't remember. Against the Eagles? I thought he died in he summer. He died dude. around a playoff game. Because I remember that was Royce's line. Damn, the Vikings killed Orville. I thought it was after the, <laughs> the Viking-Eagle championship game. And, Kenny, I do want to bring up the uh, call to prayer story. Oh. Uh, I did a little homework. Uh, let's do ads. <clears throat> when... The, I'm opposed to it, but I think to be opposed to it, I better have some intelligent reasons. Otherwise, I'm just a racist. Joe, you're going to have Mueller Memorial. <clears throat> How do you feel, Joe, on uh, wrestling greased pigs? I'm not in favor of that. Oh. You're also speaking Large of that, ones or small ones? You're also going to have grill waffers. Okay. You're also going to have what? I said... Speaking of that, you're also going to have Grundhoffers. 
Because get it, they sell ham. Oh, oh and bacon. No. This little piggy. <laughs> oh, this little piggy. Oh, yeah. roast beef. Uh-huh. <laughs> find his dad, and then we'll do Fratelloni's hardware and garden. Now store. I can't find the story. Kenny, what I need. Uh, How many days ago was that story? Yesterday. Can't find it. Yesterday, Tuesday, April 11th, page two of the Metro section. And we got the Dems going to Chicago for the convention. They're being thrown into the briar patch. <sighs> what day is What's up? Uh, okay, well, okay, we'll talk about it on the air, I guess. No, <laughs> help me, show. what? Well, I'm watching an interview with Justin Pearson where he's talking like a normal, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm he's not on, big on that story either. He's on CNN and he's talking like you and I are talking right but now. But you need to see the, the, well, the then, clip I'm going to play. Well, heard him talking in the legislature? Yeah, the clip I'm going to play is vastly different than his. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, have some things I, to say. Thank you. That's fine. That's, right. that's what I makes the show great. That's why you're here. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, sitting this this play out. I'm sitting this play uh, out. What am I missing, you guys? Like, uh, well, I commit this mistake. How about you, banana suit? I mean, come on, look at you in the early 70s. <laughs> well, I didn't think of that road. And you were admittedly a disaster of a human being. No, I wasn't a disaster. Well, it's, stealing spare tires, well, all I, sorts of weird I think it would crap. be more analogous that when I'm talking to Coffee Matska, I wouldn't adopt a black affectation in my voice. What it is? How about uh, we do the show? I just do off the show. I well, don't, I, I think uh, it's that'll. This will be an interesting experiment. The boys think I'm, I'm seizing upon something that they don't see exists, and I think I do, and I think that's that makes for what we are. I, I guess I just don't. Care Kenny, um, here's your ad. Do you for care time. when Kamala Harris slips into vernacular? No, I don't know, and I've always you, wondered why you care. Did you? Did because you she's chance, a phony. Did you ever watch? Did you watch any of this when it happened? John, you cared when Kamala Harris slipped I, I, into I, vernacular. You I, agreed with me. I did. Yes. Yeah. Because it tells her. It tells you she's a phony. Okay. And this guy's a phony. Is that a monkey song? How about the guy? How about if we pull up the Tennessee uh, legislator who sponsored the bill and play his speech to the guy, where he did everything but call him boy? That would well, be my. I favorite. was me if you want to play that. Why are we doing the freaking show off the air? Fratelloni well, garden stores. No, wait a second, it, because it requires a little prep. Oh, a little prep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I I think. I like what John just said and what you said. Is does that audio exist? Oh yeah, he, he, but he, I don't think he's responding to that legislator. Sure, he's responding Play to it why for they these two guys. I don't care if we're not on the air yet. Play it for him right now and see what they think. Well, I just okay. Go ahead. I just listened to it, but um, what just happened? Why did it go away? Where do we go? Why did it go away? Where did it go? Can drinking water before? <sighs> And drinking water. Hang on, there's an ad playing. Justin J. Pearson. <laughs> yes, I tell you, it was a sad day on Saturday. I'm Justin J. Pearson. Yes, I tell you, it was a sad day on Saturday. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. There are many issues that we can work together to solve. And every one of us, in order 
to make the state of Tennessee the place that it ought to be. And so I've still got hope because I know we... And let's chart ourselves to a better future. We are still here and we will never quit. Was, and it's a, a little bit that, visual too. Who, who put that together? Fox News? KWAM News Talk Memphis, the mighty 990. Boy, I don't, I, this makes me really just disgusted. Who cares? I, I just don't care. It, well, I think I'm outvoted two to one. I will scratch it from the show. Well, I will back you up, and you're not the only one it, pointing it, out the folly it with this. It doesn't have anything to do with the issue. It tells me that he's a phony. It tells me Kamala Harris is a phony. Hillary Clinton is a phony. They adopt their voice to the audience. They're so which, then how, we have to determine which voice he's adopting. Well, he certainly was uh, using a different voice as a colleague. He was he was using. How about all the then? Do you think all of the civil rights people from the 60s were the same way? Because in interviews, they didn't talk like that. But they sure did when they were giving speeches yeah. to people. Uh, Martin Luther King, number one. Uh, Ralph news? Abernathy. You know, I mean, I hell, even the great thing. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think this is the kind of conversation we should have with what you guys just seriously. I think that that's this is the kind of conversation. That, well, it that, would be more of a conversation about this story as opposed to who he is and the political aspects the, and gun control and all of that. It would and, be and, more and about, what the legislature did to me. That's the story. Right, and that's what we wouldn't be talking about. We'd be talking about this TV station who put this together and the radio station. Yeah, the radio well, station. I have WZTV on the caption. On this it's it's page. everywhere. Fox yeah. has it too. Fox well, News has, has it too. That's who had the video. Got it. Well, let's drop it. I don't care. I I I'm willing to lose. I, I'm I, I'm I Justin James. Fratelloni's hardware. It's for after, gentlemen. <laughs> Fratelloni's hardware and garden stores. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1055, April 12th, 2023. 83 degrees was uh, the high on this day in 1931. We might we might break that today. Mm-hmm. We might set we a might. new record. Yes. Uh, the record is 83 in 1931, 12 degrees in 1962, and just three years ago on this day. 6.6 inches of snow oh, boy. in 2020. Oh, oh. Ice outs. Minnetonka went out today in 1908, 1927, 1943, 1954, 1955, and 2003. White Bear Lake went out on this day in 1949, 1959, and 1985. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Okay, I thought of a new way to approach this story. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've been uh, discussing off-air GLers. And to the town council. Uh, it was either Jordy or Kelsey alerted me to this. Uh, I have a story and video and audio from an outfit called KWAM, the Mighty 990. 
in Memphis, Tennessee. And the headline of the story is Poser, colon, which Justin Pearson is the real Justin Pearson? Justin Pearson is one of the two legislators in Tennessee who uh, the body tried to kick out. They've now been reinstated. They were kicked out of the legislature, which I didn't agree with, by the way. They were kicked out of the legislature for siding with some protesters who had gone to the Capitol to express unrest with gun control laws. And now this radio station in Memphis comes up with a story that says there's a newly resurfaced video of former state representative Justin Pearson, Democrat Memphis, who was in the process of trying to be reinstated to his position in government. I think he will be. Isn't that true? He's going to be reinstated. Probably. That brings a new light on the current image he's portraying to the media. The video featured as Pearson's campaign speech for student body president during his time at Bowdoin College, 2013 to 2017. However, there's something very different about Pearson in the flashback video. And then we go on to learn, besides his hairstyle change, Pearson's change of accent is glaringly obvious. Watch the video below and compare the two versions of Pearson. Uh, Alex Hensley, who appears to be white and claims to be Pearson's uh, deputy campaign manager, told KWAM, these are both Justin. Have you ever been to a black church? It sounds like you're telling on yourselves. Besides the obvious change in the way of speaking, it's worth noting that Bowdoin College costs roughly seventy-five grand to attend per year. That differs from the poverty-stricken, oppressed minority narrative that Pearson has been pushing during his time in office. And John and Kenny think it's a non-story, and I think maybe the angle we should take is merely discussing if we think this is a story. Hmm. Play the audio. And the the soft-spoken, very uh, genteel fellow is... uh, uh, Justin Pearson in college, and the uh, the other one is the Justin Pearson in the Tennessee legislature. I'm Justin J. Pearson. Yes, I tell you, it was a sad day on Saturday. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. There are many issues that we can work together to solve. And every one of us, in order to make the state of Tennessee the place that it ought to be in, so I've still got hope because I know we... And let's chart ourselves to a better future. We are still here, and we will never quit. And uh, news media, new various news outlets are... are uh... Uh, posting this uh, and uh, in KWAM's uh, view, uh, they think they've discovered two different people. So which Pearson is the real Justin Pearson? Uh, I My only interest in it is that he's not unlike uh, Hillary Clinton would speak with affectation, depending who she talked to. <laughs> Kamala Harris does the same thing. And it just, it suggests to me phoniness, but uh, both John and Kenny are talking me off that ledge. He, he sounds to me like a reverend. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've heard Sam Kinison talk that way mm -hmm. uh, because he was a former preacher and that's how he preached before he got into comedy. Um, I don't have a problem with black folks slipping in and out of that. Uh, it, 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 do, it doesn't move me any way at all. all right. The other thing is the interview, if, if you watched the interview from 2017 or whatever, literally is him standing in a very serene, quiet college setting. Mm -hmm. The second part is him when he has just been thrown out of the legislature for what he sees as very unfair reasons. Mm -hmm. So obviously he's a lot more emotional. So think of uh, Martin Luther King. We talked about him off air mm -hmm. uh, in an interview setting. He was talking like you and I are talking right now. When you, when he went to Memphis to talk, when the sanitation workers were on strike, he didn't talk like that. Mm -hmm. He talked differently. Imagine Howard Cosell talking to Muhammad Ali and then imagine Muhammad Ali doing his deal where he floats like a butterfly, stings like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I have, I'm willing to let this help, go and, my and guy, say that maybe GL will not participate in trying to make a giant issue out of this. Yeah, and it kind of makes me wonder what their motives are. It, it, well, I don't want to use the R word, but it, that's the way it's coming off to me. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but it's, the it's thing the the article it clearly states you know poser as joe mentioned a poser with the with the semicolon and i guess i didn't i looked at it as a non story as well only because i don't think anybody in politics is trustworthy you know what i'm saying like i think well that's an excellent point but i see, think they I, all are if i get to be infuriated by kamala harris i i get to be infuriated by anybody regardless of their race I, who demonstrates this phoniness to me I, well, i'm not going to lie yet. Yeah, I'm not. I was going to say I'm infuriated by the things she says. I'm not really infuriated as much by the uh, affectation of the accent, but she says some really stupid things and yeah. sounds like a third grader. Well, in her That's case, what bugs about her. Right. Yeah, in her case, it's the acting like a third grade teacher, and we're all complete idiots. Exactly, that infuriates me. Well, how about Hillary, yeah. who had the hot sauce conveniently enough in her purse? Come on, right. sure. give me a yeah. break. Give me sure. a break. So anyway, let's let it go then. Ukraine is a country <laughs> yeah. in Europe. It huh? exists. Is this going to be on the test? Russia. <laughs> Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Powerful. Russia decided to invade a smaller you country called Ukraine. So basically, Ooh, careful. And it word. goes against everything <laughs> that we stand for. I'm just glad she told me that Russia is a big country. Yeah, it is. Who knew? <laughs> Uh, what what kind of site is hot air? Is that a, another right wing type? <laughs> I can't get through the oh, oh, no, no, no. Well, uh, Lock the doors. <laughs> oh, oh, golly. Well, what? Hot I don't air. Know. What is it? Is a get a towel, an American conservative political yep, blog. Kenny. And this by is, day, by night, it is hot <laughs> air. I, I guess. I guess you're flying right over my head with your. Of course we are. Mm -hmm. oh, it was founded by Michelle Malkin. Remember her? She was uh, very no. popular in uh, late 1990s into the 2000s, a conservative. Well, according to hot air. Yeah. What's, what's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Oh, thank you. You really? You yeah. Word, yeah. Really? Are you getting your formation right now? What the hell? <laughs> hot sauce, get out of hot sauce hey. in my bags? What? Hot sauce. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. yes. no, yes. What you people call it? Yeah. 
Gosh. You, you. Gosh. <laughs> you, you. I got is a that, piece. Is that hot. what the libs call cultural appropriation? Cultural yeah. appropriation. Yeah, you think it would be. This is a piece from Hot Air by written by a guy named David Strom. All right. The Biden administration has kicked Catholic priests out of Walter Reed National Military Hospital. For what reason? Well, uh, they called for a cease and desist order to Holy Name College, the order of priests who had been providing pastoral care to those at Walter Reed. They're a community of Franciscan Catholic priests and brothers who have provided pastoral care to service, service members and vets at Walter Reed for two decades. Hmm. The government's cease and desist order directed the Catholic priest to cease any religious services at Walter Reed Military Medical Center. This order was issued as Catholics entered Holy Week. The Franciscans' contract for Catholic pastoral care was terminated on March 31st and awarded to a secular defense contracting firm that cannot fulfill the statement of work in the contract. As a result, adequate pastoral care is not available for service members and veterans in the United States' largest defense health agency medical center, either during Holy Week or beyond. There is one Catholic Army chaplain assigned to the hospital. Uh, is it, it I, and the author says, I wish I could say this is incomprehensible, but it isn't. It really is part of a war being engaged in by the Biden administration against people of the Catholic faith. By the way, I have been asked if the FBI has contacted me to be a Catholic mole. Mm. And I, I'm I'm just gonna keep quiet on that. I'm not gonna answer. Okay, that. yeah, don't hang on. <laughs> it is it really is part of a war being engaged by the Biden administration against people of the Catholic faith. Catholicism is less flexible in its theology than Protestantism. Not in the sense that there aren't Protestants with more orthodox theological views, mm -hmm. but rather in the sense that you can find a Protestant minister who was ordained, yet holds all the views required by the alphabet ideology. Even if most Protestants might recoil at the drag is holy minister, meaning drag queens, the military can point to his being ordained and call it good. Uh his Excellency, the Most Reverend Timothy, Big Broglio, Timothy P. Broglio, JCD, Archbishop for the Military Services, condemned the move as an encroachment on the First Amendment guarantee of the free exercise of religion. Archbishop Broglio said, It is incomprehensible that essential pastoral care is taken away from the sick and the aged when it's so readily available. This is a classic case of the adage, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I fear that giving a contract to the lowest bidder overlooked the fact that the bidder cannot provide the necessary service. I certainly, I earnestly hope that this disdain for the sick will be remedied at once and their First Amendment rights will be uh, respected. I, I wish I had more to understand mm. about this. Um, uh, David uh, Strom, yeah. uh, he's a local guy. He has I thought I recognize yes. his name. Yeah, he has been a conservative voice. Uh, for instance, I know Channel 5 has used him during election times. Uh, they've used him for certain things, uh, interviews about candidates, that sort of thing. Uh, so I, I know he is from here. 
Walter Reed is a hospital. It is a place for the sacrament of extreme unction, otherwise known as the last rites or anointing of the sick, must be able to be given. Kicking priests out of Walter Reed is potentially denying Catholics a sacrament and not just the ability to attend Mass or be provided comfort by a priest. Walter Reed does retain the services of one Catholic priest. However, the priests of the Archdiocese for the Military Services U.S. are not welcome. Until these past few months, Strom writes, I have never, ever used the word demonic to describe a person's behavior. But now that word seems appropriate to describe any given act by the Biden administration. Cease and desist. They actually issued a cease and desist order to priests engage in the pastoral care of ill hospital patients. Appropriate was used in that story. And Strom, without writing it, apparently has concluded that the Catholic priests, the Franciscans, are not on board enough with the alphabet ideology, which I take it to mean the LBGTQ plus one, two, three, four, PQZ, MTV, boom, 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 boom. MTV is a part of it. I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, By the way, which is not necessarily true. Uh, There's many Catholic priests who acknowledge the uh, alphabet ideology. Strong graduated from Carleton College in 87, a degree in political science, holds a master's degree in poli-sci from Duke. He's taught uh, political philosophy at Duke, North Carolina State, Carleton, and UST. How did he get out of uh, Carleton with a conservative thought? Uh, the te- he was with the, uh, served as president of the Taxpayers League of Minnesota. That's oh, probably that, there why. you go. He so do the, you? He saw the light. Yeah. Do you believe the Department of Justice and the Biden administration is targeting Catholics? Sure seems that way. Isn't you're you're Although, familiar with the story about the trans act, uh, activists that vandalized Catholic churches? I'm not. And the Department of Justice is recommending no jail time. I'm not familiar with that story. That's semi disturbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden is Catholic, right? Biden is Catholic. Catholic. Yeah, but yeah. he's a cafeteria yeah. Catholic. He's not. He's <laughs> well, not aren't all of you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, unless you're wearing the collar, you all seem like you're, you know, just uh, buying sinners? your way out of sin. I'm doing that one. Yeah, I like to buy those plenary indulgences. Yeah. Uh, let me, here, here's, uh, here's 10 grand. Let me cheat for a while. Yeah. What, uh, I've never heard that. What's cafeteria Catholic? What does that mean? Well, I'll you be, pick your spots. I believe this and I believe this, but I'm not going to believe oh, that. A la carte. That. Yeah, a la carte. Gotcha. Yeah. First time Catholic. I heard it, it made me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't good to kick priests out of a hospital. I'll no. say. Oh, guy's laying there with his leg blown off. He might want but to talk to a priest. Doesn't this just tell you, based on what John just said, the fact that the president is Catholic, that he's just this is part of his marching orders? Wouldn't that be well, under the- well, that and I'm not sure he knows he's Catholic. Yeah, that's Ooh. the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Ireland now pretending to be Catholic. Yeah, he oh. thinks he's in Florida. Yeah, he doesn't know where the hell he is. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Gee whiz, though. Uh, I guess we won't read this in any conventional news gathering. John, just for the hell of it, see if the Washington Post had the story. Okay. Uh, the New York because Post has it. Were... I'm, I'm reading okay. their version right now. All right. The cease and desist order was issued March 31st. So you have time to see if uh, the New York Times, I'll give you two assignments, John. Uh-huh. Did the New York Times or the Washington Post have this story? 
I know the St. Paul Pioneer Press did not. Fox News, New York Post, Mm. CNS, I don't know what that is. That's Catholic News Service. Washington Examiner, which is the conservative Washington paper. Uh, I do not see it on, well, Yahoo has it. Um, That's it. I don't see it on any other major. Would they uh, have run it as, what do you you call it when you run an AP story or whatever? Would Would they have run it that way? That particular that story would still show up. It would, yeah, it well, that's true. No, up. you're right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't see it on any other major ones. I'll keep looking while you uh, talk. At Mueller Mortuary, you're dealing with Catholicism. That doesn't necessarily mean he wouldn't plant somebody who isn't Catholic. Amen to that, bro. <laughs> but they are. They happen to be Catholic, and I think it factors into the thinking of making this a celebration of lives well-lived. At Mueller Mortuary, they've been in the business for 75 years. I've known the family almost that long. And, of course, thinking about funeral planning can be frightening and intimidating and I would think fraught with anxiety. Catholicism also plays into the fact that you can have a, a open bar there. That's right. Uh, well, at the White Bear location, you can. Right. Uh, and but once you get into the warm embrace of the Mueller people, you learn that this is not as difficult a process as you thought. They they are there to help you, and they do it better than anyone in this in this business. One of the most required businesses in the country, and they've been doing it for a long time. And they'll make you feel comfortable with and about your connection with them. Scott has written a book. Scott Mueller has written a book called What You Need Before You Go. It answers those serious and difficult questions in the easiest way, in the most genteel way. They are great people. And they, uh, I can't tell you that they make a funeral fun. There's no, there's nothing fun about it, is there? But what they do is they, they can kind of turn things around and make you realize you are celebrating a life that was well lived. Let's go. And let's a celebration. Let's enjoy the presence of our deceased mom or dad or aunt or uncle or whatever mm-hmm. and realize that uh, we're sending them out in the most comfortable and uh, reverent way possible. Mueller Mortuary, uh, I call it MuellerMemorial.com. Just like Cool and the Gang wanted. Celebration. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Kenny, I forgot to give you your ads, but you're going to have ProTurf, Seafoam, Tri-State, and Moon Motorsports. Today, Rook, you got sir. the breast pump call. Oh, it's uh, It was not in the library, so it's on the uh, CD. He'll play Do the we CD. know that we have it? Well, if it's on the CD, it's, I got to put it in the other, the other room. When do you want it for this segment? No. Okay. Then I'll wait. They took our CD player? No, for the the modem for this computer is in the other room. Oh. Yeah, nobody else covered this, Joe. I've hit everything in. Yeah. Wait a minute. Seems to me a pretty big story. Yeah. Well, especially Washington. I mean, why wouldn't you cover it? And then I'm puzzled as to why they gave that contract to a defense provider. Defense contractor. <clears throat> what what can they do? I am ready, gentlemen. Kenny's got something. Yes, Let's sir. go. I'm rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. 
Trivia time. Which local dealership has the most manufacturer brands in one single showroom? You already know. It's Moon Motorsports in Monticello. 11 brands that we all trust under one roof. Their newest brand, Gas Gas, a dirt and trail brand with an exciting mix of models for riders of all levels, actually, in all ages. Gas Gas these days... They make more than just trials bikes. Uh, their dirt bikes are fantastic. And for those of you that want an ATV or a side-by-side, the selection is great at Moon Motorsports. Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, Moon Motorsports has you off-road lovers covered. I personally have a Polaris Ranger that I love. Moon Motorsports, they're right there in Monticello on the south side of 94, just west of Highway 25. They are our... Can-Am, Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, and the best dirt trail adventure motorcycle dealer in the area. Check them all out on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Thank you. Yeah. I just have to finish typing something. This piece didn't have it. I'm trying to figure out when the cathedral of St. Paul Mm -hmm. rings its bells. I know all about the bells from a story I printed, but it doesn't tell me when the bells are rung. Your cathedral, not St. Paul's cathedral. The, the cathedral the, in St. Paul. Correct, yeah. The Lutheran Church used to do it up here at 11 a.m. when they started service, and we always knew the geese were going to start flying as soon as they uh, did those bells. It's great. You can hear the cathedral bells on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., Half an hour before. No, I struggle with that word too. <laughs> before what? No, it's, it's a different one. Different St. Paul uh, Cathedral. As near as I can find, the bells at the cathedral in St. Paul ring only once, and that's on Sunday. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I will look that I up. want you to continue <laughs> that's, researching. That's what most Christian churches do. It's usually, um, my understanding, just on Sundays. John, they ring in B-flat for your information. Uh, do they really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I did find, I think, when they ring also, uh, Sunday, yep. half half an hour before, well, they ring 9.30 to 10 a.m., half an hour before Matins. What is Matins? M-A-T-T-I-N-S. You're looking at the same thing M-A-T-T-I-N-S. I did. Oh, am I? London, yeah. Oh, it's London? What's this? Oh, St. Paul. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. you look up what the word Matins means? <laughs> is that it john just on sundays well no that's no, that I, was... rook was right i had the same thing he did it's the wrong church oh i have it here bell ringing times thank you 9 3 a.m to 10 a.m sunday yeah but yeah but strike three he's got the same one we did <laughs> you three from the london same wrong story <laughs> okay sunday only is what i'm getting 9 30 10 45 and 2 30 don't you know a guy that works the pulpit over there? Why don't you just call him? Oh. And does that picture of St. Paul's Cathedral match up with the one that's sitting on the hill? Uh, no, this okay. is London. It's because it's, it's in London, <laughs> just like mine and Rick's was. Yeah, this is same. London. <laughs> London, they got the bells going off. Matins oh. is a canonical hour in Christian liturgy. Originally sung during the darkness of early morning. The earliest use of the term was in reference to a... Matt, stop, look at me, and focus. When do the bells ring at the Cathedral of St. Paul, Minnesota? I can can move this conversation forward if you want. Go ahead. Um, How would you feel if your Catholic church rang those bells at 5 a.m., 9 a.m.? 
10 a.m., Every 2 p.m., 4 p.m., all day well, long, the, the reason every I'm single up, day. The reason I'm bringing my parish, for example, does not ring any bells that I'm aware of. I'm bringing this up because the Minneapolis mosques would be able to broadcast the Adhan, the Islamic call to prayer, five times a day under a proposed ordinance unanimously approved March 29 by the City Council's Public Health and Safety Committee. The resolution would expand the number of times a mosque could issue the call to prayer from three or four to five, meaning that morning and sometimes evening prayers no longer would be excluded. The ordinance still must be approved by the full council and Mayor Fry before it could take effect. That could happen this week. It was authored by the council member Aisha Chugati, who represents the 10th Ward in collaboration with 6th Ward Council Member Jamal Osman and his 5th Ward Council Member Jeremiah Ellison. The three make up the council's Muslim caucus. Uh, okay, Muslim community members and elders were joined at last week's public hearing by Christian and Jewish religious leaders and activists, many of whom hoisted signs that read Minneapolis for religious freedom. So it sounds like uh, the uh, Christian and Jewish clerics who might have shown up at the Capitol were in favor of this. Okay. All right. I did find a video of the bells ringing at the St. Paul, Minnesota Cathedral. Yeah. And according to this post, it says that they go off every day at 6 p.m., but that can't be right. It might be right. Oh, okay. I'm on their site, and they don't say anything. Yeah, I looked at their site, too, and they didn't have anything. It is really important for all people in Minneapolis and our community to experience and practice religious freedom to the fullest extent that our state, local, and federal laws allows, Chugati said after the hearing. Jelani Hussein, executive director of the Minnesota chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations, praised the Christian and Jewish organizations who showed up to support the Muslim community. All right. I guess I guess what I was driving at is I don't think other faiths routinely ring calls to prayer. Not all day long. No. Uh, and if I would say I'm opposed to this, I would just be an evil racist. Yes. So I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to bolster myself with some it's ammunition. Been kind of the, the theme of the show today. I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. To, I'm trying I'm to bolster joking. myself with, wow. with ammunition to suggest that uh, I don't think this is done for other faiths. Right. I don't think But I've often said I have yet to discover a faith that needs as much public accommodation as the Muslim faith. Got to have special sinks and you got to face this way to pray and you got to take time out from work and do this and that. I'm unaware of, uh, I can imagine when Catholics came over here from Ireland in the, in the uh, 19th century, what they would have, how they would have been right. treated if they said, Hey, look at every Friday at three o'clock, we got to say the rosary. Well, you're fired. Right. <laughs> yeah. They weren't that accepted or readily accepted anyway, were they? It was a shock when Kennedy got elected. Yeah. Here's what I found. I called the cathedral. Oh, oh. They, in a rare, rare moment. In a rare of, example hold on. Of work. Wow. I want, I want you to know it wasn't because of work. It's because I, I did want to know. You were so curious. I was self, uh, it was self-interest. Yeah. Um, quarter hour, they do the 
Westminster, ding, dong, ding, dong. Yep. And then they'll ring before mass. Yep. And special occasions. There was an ordination yesterday, so the bells were going crazy. So there's not a set time. Okay. Oh, take a bow. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. I, I would add another proviso. Thank you. What? Uh, I can think of a number of reasons that the cathedral, for example, might ring its bells that have nothing to do with calling anyone to prayer. Happy hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's quarter after. Let's There's go. There's that. No, uh, first of all, they're gorgeous sounding. Yes. Yeah. And two, they're celebratory in nature because of the presence of the building, would seem to be. Yeah. Um, this is the video that I yeah, was They're wonderful. Yeah. I do have a note here that says a lot of Catholic and Protestant churches ring the bells three times a day, 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. throughout the United States. But well, that's, maybe that's that. And specific isn't areas. that where the law is now in Minneapolis? Aren't they three times a day? Yeah, but the Muslims uh, want five times a day. Right. Um, yeah, because this could increase it from three to f- uh, three or four to five. Yeah. What are we negotiating a used car? Right. Well, give me give me four and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can me, go I with three, but three I'm not doing five. Right. <laughs> if three is the norm for all other faiths, then the Muslims should be limited to three. That's fair. There, there, there equity. We, we just equality. <laughs> Didn't we just settle that? Yeah. Done. If if other faiths are limited to three, why do Muslims get five? But who is going to be the person that stands in I the will. way of that? No, but I'm, so, yeah. What do Jewish temples do? Or is that the right word? Temple. Yeah. Uh, what do they do? Synagogue. Synagogue. Thank you. Yes. Synagogue. Yes. What do they do? I don't even know if synagogues have bells. I can see this becoming a urinating um, contest. Mm-hmm. They often have bells attached in synagogues. In the synagogue, when the Torah scrolls are taken out of the, I won't try to say it, the ark, though, everyone can hear where the Torah is by listening to the bells. Mm-hmm. Well, this think, is bound to pass. Uh, there's no one in the city council who would have any deep thoughts about this. They'll just act politically, and of course they'll sign it. Sure. I mean, there's no, there's no question this will become... Uh, an ordinance would be no question at all. The difference between a temple and a synagogue, technically there's no difference between them. A place of worship can be called a synagogue, temple, or shul. You may also see congregation used in the name of a synagogue. Hmm. I'm not sure I have a horse in the race, but I think it's uh, meaning I'm not sure there's a mosque near me, but it's inevitable that it will be. That to me strikes me as inevitable given our demographic changes and and uh, our hospi- our hospitality to uh, our visitors from other countries who continue to arrive here, I think it's inevitable that that call to prayer will be heard uh, throughout the Twin Cities in years to come. You said something very elegantly that I was trying to put into words and I could not. Something about uh, the Muslim faith being the lowest percentage um, of uh, the population, but yet they are... What did you say? The highest um, public visibility? No, what did you say? Yeah. What, yeah you I said, said no other faith requires so much public accommodation. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, and you're so right. I was thinking about my buddy Ben from the Netherlands, who 10 years ago warned me about this. 
And I just happened to look up the uh, percentage of the population of the Dutch population. Uh, 20% Catholic, 14% Protestant, 5% Muslim, 5% other. And according to my buddy Ben from the Netherlands, uh, Netherlands, that was the case there. The more accommodation to the Muslims than any other religious faith. Mm -hmm. The true question is, what were you doing in the Netherlands, Kenny? No, he lived here. He, oh, okay. He, yeah, oh, okay. he lived in Bloomington. Yep. Well, Kenny, I th I think we ha we had a discussion about this on the show a couple of years ago. Do you know what the second most spoken language is in France? Muslim. French. Yeah. Well, French, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You yeah, know, no. I, I'm, I'm seeing something. Uh, again, I have to be very careful here because I'll just be a horrible white racist. But I'm seeing something with the clergy who showed up in response to this that I'm that I saw with automobile manufacturers. I'm going to make a link. Okay, right. they're they're too quickly willing to capitulate to whatever they whichever way they think the wind's blowing. For example. Here is the Reverend Jane Buckley Dash Farley, senior pastor of Trinity Lutheran Congregation in the Minneapolis Cedar Riverside, testifying in support of the ordinance. Our way of being in the neighborhood is to support and nurture folks. We wanted to support them in that effort because of that. Now, I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that Jane Buckley Dash Farley be opposed to the Muslim call for prayer. But I would suggest that she might take note of the fact that you get three, Jane, and they're going to get five. I mean, why not just get cut to the chase here? You're getting you get three, Jane. They get five. Why do they get five? Well, because apparently there are certain rituals that must be supported five times a day. I have no obligation to support your rituals. Right. Now, by law in the United States, apparently I have an obligation to accommodate you ringing your bells three times a day. I have none to, to accommodate you ringing them five times a day. And you got these priests and ministers and uh, uh, elders showing up saying, yeah, it's great. Let them ring their bells. We're, we're just happy to be celebrating. No, you're, you're, you're just, you're yeah. just, you're just okay. being, you're just being catering to, uh, uh, a movement that you think is uh, a proper for you to be supporting. And that, and that's fine. That's fine. But you get three. Hmm. Why do they get five? Is that a fair question? Sure. It's yeah. fair. It is. Well, it is. Because of your statement that Kenny brought up, no other religion is so greatly accommodated. And I'm not saying that negative, but I'm saying, why is that? Why do why do we go around hoops? Because yeah. the Muslim population of the country has done a wonderful job of increasing their political intensity. They're very bold with that. Uh, look how far Ilhan Omar has gotten based on nothing except being Muslim. True. And, you know, uh, the, you know wearing the hijabs for your driver's license. What's missing from this conversation is the voice of the people. We're hearing from the religion, the, the religious people, the relig uh, religious leaders. We're not hearing from the people who live in the neighborhoods. And I would like to ask in particular, the people that hate hearing any church bell at any time, how would they feel about the call to prayer? Would they love that or would they also hate that? 
who wrote prayers for the assassin and the uh who was the guy i recommended Farino. Farino. Uh, Farino. i mean geez, hulk. god and help you just read that you'll see what life's gonna be like 20 years Rook, from now. does the mayor get one for for that earlier you yeah. didn't you didn't see him yet what? capitulate that's a bleep that word. Oh, that's a good Capitulate? word. Capitulate. It's a very common no, that's word. A fantastic, yeah. That's a wonderful word. <laughs> a lot of people word. use that word. I can't Uh-oh. stop thinking about these spy Reminds movies. Me of baseball. I, these spy the movies. Yeah. Uh, I always want to hit the deck when I hear it. There's a Jason Bourne movie where he's somewhere, and that call to prayer is really loud and going on, and I just think, you know what? I I couldn't live with that. By the I way, couldn't five times a day. No, Reeves, I couldn't do it. Yes, sir. I'll play the audio of the call to prayer and let. I'd like. I. I I'd like to know if it's beauteous. Okay. Mm. German industrial music, or I don't know. I don't know. Why would it be German? Why do you get five? I get three. Why not? That's German. Yeah. What are you thinking what are you about? Thinking about. Oh, thank God. I spelled it pear. Is it P E? Oh my God! Hey, how are you? Uh, I've got an ad now because YouTube is <laughs> chock full of them. So give me a second while this. Uh... Yeah, I'm just. Okay, don't give me that difficult. It's playing. It's just taking a minute. I ain't hearing this five times a day. Right. I've got the solution. It goes on longer, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this clip is three and a half minutes. Yeah. So 15 minutes, 16 minutes a day you'd have to hear this? It's like somebody with the I, uh, flu. Yeah. I, I have some good news for you. Initially, 50 daily prayers were commanded, but that was changed on the advice of the So prophet. it is bargaining. There. <laughs> Where is the person to say we get three? How you you don't get five? That's all I'm saying. No, I I have the answer. If you're a parent, you know the answer. When your kids start arguing because Billy got three cookies and Jimmy got two cookies and the other idiot got one, guess what? Nobody gets any effing cookies. Yeah, shut up. Said so. We're done with cookies. Yeah, we're done. Now that I changed a, quick. Now I want a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this propensity to cave immediately to various political identities is part of the reason this country's going in the tank. Well, you don't have to use the word various. Well, because I mean more than Muslims. I'm not singling out the Muslim faith. Well, what if the Catholics came out and said five times a day, every day? No, I'm I'm talking about uh, electric cars. I'm talking about oh. drag performances in schools. I'm I got talking, you. This, the, the minute you cave to all this BS, the more entrenched it becomes. All, all I'm saying is, I get three, you get three. Right. That's it. Bing, yeah. bang, boom. We're done. What about Otis, who just wants to sleep? Let him sleep. What if they want to snowblow at one in the morning, like the church you used to live? Well, because I lived across oh, the street from God. a deaf church. Oh, they yeah. didn't know. They didn't care. That was they, <laughs> they do that in my backyard. The <laughs> plows are out all night long, going beep beep beep. Oh, Not much you can do about deaf people snowblowing. Oh, right. You got to snowblow. Right. 
right? you could you could fight back. My roommate, when I first met her, lived right next to a church, and she'd get very upset when she was hung over on a Sunday morning, oh. and there'd be all sorts of uh, uh-huh. church stuff going on, and uh, she'd crank up the old Metallica and fight back. <laughs> <laughs> God love yeah, her. Oh, yeah, God yeah. help us. There's only one thing to solve some of these issues. That's a decent meal of meat, meat. from Grunhofer's. What if I want to meats. eat more than three times a day? Oh yeah. man, you can do that with Grunhofer's double smoked ham, and double smoked bacon, and 140 flavors of brats, and the town ball meatloaf, and the rookie burgers. And remember that all Grunhofer's beef is Minnesota grown. It's beef for Minnesota's farmers. Anything you want in the world of meat is there. It's I, a meat emporium. I did get a an update from Spencer yep. uh, via Kendra in our sales department. Wonderful. Uh, let Joe know we had a record sale on hams again this year. All right. For Easter. Uh, but Joe can still talk about the double smoked brats, uh, the rookie burgers, and, of course, all of our Minnesota-raised beef. Well, oh, I think I just did. Yes, you did. My hands did. Hey, who's making a run? we got to do the runs That again. was a record sale of the double smoked Easter hands. I'm glad you took part in that. There are two Grunhofer's locations, the tried and true original on Highway 61 in Hugo, and the store that opened last year in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, Minnesota-grown beef for Minnesota's farmers. Spencer was bragging to me that when he was with the other station, they set a record for Easter hams last year, so I'm glad they set a new record. Amen to that. Yeah. How many did the other guys sell? (laughs) (laughs) What gesture was that? Uh, B flat for those bills. That was B flat. B flat. Uh, Hey, Rook. We Uh, get three, you get three. End of story. I have it on pretty good authority that that first. B flat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what'd you say, Reeves? I'll I'll, I'll send a text later. uh, Send a text. Where do I find B flat, John? Sixth fret, Kenny, on your first string there. Who B flat? Um, right up from the A. Oh, I got you. Well, it's half a step from A. It goes A, B flat, B. Kenny, you should learn all this. You know, I did. I did know it at one time. You forgot um, it all. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because when I was in band, it was tuba, and that was bass clef. So I knew all <laughs> the. Yeah, I knew all the. Um, I John, don't anymore. When you get to your halfway point, will you throw it again to rookie? I can do that. Rookie, will you? Rookie, got efficiency meeting? That's right. Is it news uh, time? Efficiency already? meeting complete. Yeah. T2. Holy moly. my guy, Kev. Time flies when you're having fun. Christy's retiring. She's a big garage logician. Rookie, will you do another job. Ray and Welter? Ray and When Johnny Welter. throws it to you, please. Yep. Just just do Ray. Don't do and Welter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's yeah. his middle initial. Okay. Yeah. Um, hang, on, I, hang on. I got to find my news because yeah, I lost it. There it is. Driving. All right. We're going to spend two hundred and thirty-nine million for a bus route between St. Paul and. Yeah, I got. I got gold that. Route? I'm glad you have that. I got the gold that. route. Unbelievable. The gold route. Jeez, Louise. We don't. We need to stop what public transportation. Heck? We just need to not make and it. Yeah, I'm rolling. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a roll. Yep. Oh. Look, I can't play this when you're bouncing tables. Hours at hardware stores. <laughs> 
sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. What am I doing? Nothing. So as these meatheads were sitting here fighting during the break, um, I was thinking about Dave, the owner of ProTurf. This guy's a really, really smart businessman. He does things the old way. Not only does he run the entire business, you, you could find Dave out at job sites working right next to the fella, uh, right hello. next to the fellas. Yeah, he you know, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. He could be. It. He could be up at the lake, but he's there right next to the fellas. Uh, and that's why Professional Turf is so successful. If you want a beautiful lawn all season long, click on ProfessionalTurf.com. But what I wanted to bring about uh, Dave and being old-fashioned, when it comes to service, he has his guys and his gals come right out to your home in person for that free estimate. That's setting clear and accurate expectations for both sides. They combine their years, 35 years of experience with your ideas. They create a program that I promise you it will exceed your wildest dreams and you don't get any upsell from these guys. You're going to have your own fertilizer and weed control plan, environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. And if you see something in between visits, they've got the toot sweet thing. Give them a call. They'll be out right away. That beautiful, healthy lawn, it's a reality. No crabgrass, no dandelions, no broadleaf weeds. Just click on professionalturf.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, before we get to news, Rook, what were you doing there during the the? Uh, you thought he was a DJ. The music? Yeah, I was going like this. Scratch it. Well, I know I'm going to regret this, uh, but since you did that, it is the today birthday of one of the greatest musicians in American music history. Herbie Hancock is 83 years old. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. There you and go. he's still with us. And and Rook, I knew would you know go right to rock. I don't have even though right there, but even though was... jazz stuff is you know the stuff he made his career on. It. You ever scratch? Yeah. Look at me. You ever scratch? Stop it. You don't ever scratch. Stop it. Uh, okay. Scratch. This uh, update. <laughs> Moving right along. Oh, wait a second. Only when Stop it, it. Only when it itches. Wait. John and I can answer that. John and I have actually scratched back in the old days when we were queuing up LPs for playing on oh, the yeah. air. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. When I cool. started in radio. You're both that old. Yeah, I am. I, I am. Yeah, thanks. And tell me the I, significance of the razor blade in the studio with you, Kenny. Well, there's oh. two reasons, Rook. One <laughs> okay, of them was no, to no, 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 First, no, first no, one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really old now. I got to go take a nap. We'll see you guys. <laughs> uh, this update is brought to you by our friends at professionalturf.com. A uh, sort of sports note before we get to the news part of things here. <gasps> Games this year are going faster. I know what Chris just discovered. Uh, because of the major league rule changes, they've cut about 30 minutes off games on average. And there's another adjustment uh, because of this. Some teams, including the Twins, have extended alcohol sales to the eighth inning. The previous standard, you might recall, if you're at Target seventh. Field, you couldn't buy anything after the seventh inning. Yes, uh, in the back. Two points about this. My friend Hod said the pitch count is ruining his baseball watching. Really? Because he used to use that time and then fast forward and then pick up the game. I don't know what he meant by that, but the second, never mind. Okay. The second thing that I noted is I'm watching the wild game last night. Yeah. And at nine o'clock, I click over to the twins. It was over. They're done. And, and they, they went 10 and innings. They went extra innings. Yep. We got yeah. home from baseball last night at 8 10. And I said, the damn game's in the seventh inning already? Yeah. I mean, there are times when I kind of wish it was still going on. Yeah, you want something that to watch. sucker was over. Get yeah. me to the news. That's what you want. But I, 238, wasn't it? 
something like that. Yeah. 223, 10 innings. 223, 10 innings. What year is this, 1964? <laughs> right. I told you guys, this screws me up during the baseball season because I used to watch West Coast games till about 11, then I would read an hour or two. Right. Now that all the West Coast games are over at 1030. So I'm very confused. What about that it. means you have to read longer. What yeah, if you're I, I have been? Don't they steal from the experience of being in the ballpark? I mean, think of how fast you have to drink in order to get a good, healthy <laughs> buzz on. Right. The people in the park aren't paying any attention to the game. I was at the Cardinals game, Kenny, a couple of Saturdays ago. And I remember were. I went, I, we walked around the concourse. We sat back down in our seats. We said, holy crap, it's in the fifth inning already. We yeah. just got there. I'm pro very quickly. I love it. Well, I'm loving it, but get I home. was shocked last night. I mean, for the last 15 years, I would turn from the wild to the twins at this time of year and pick them up in about the sixth <laughs> I, inning. Are you kidding? I drive 155 miles. I get a hotel room. I buy my tickets. I go down there, and it's over before I've got a buzz on. Forget yeah. about it. It's awful. <laughs> I think going to games are boring, so I'm glad they're over early. John Height in the news. <laughs> oh, that Rook, I tell you. Uh, the Minnesota it, gal still is on Survivor. She's not been voted off. Yeah. Rook thinks baseball games are boring and that Herbie Hancock's big hit was Rocket. That's yeah, all I'm That's what say. I was watching last night. In news. Three people injured in a shooting near 3500 Brookdale Drive in Brooklyn Park last night. Seven people arrested in connection with the shooting. It happened just after 4.30. Officers responded to a call of a shooting, were given the description of a possible suspect vehicle leaving the scene. They found that vehicle in the 4900 block of Brookdale Drive a short time later, found two people suffering from gunshot wounds inside. At the reported scene of the shooting, officers found another person suffering from gunshot wounds. All of the victims brought to a hospital with serious but not life-threatening injuries, according to police. Shooting scene found on the 3600 block of Brookdale Avenue. Officers found 15 spent casings. As officers investigated the shooting, they saw a vehicle that was believed to be involved in the shooting leaving a home. They tried to pull over that vehicle, but the driver sped off, got onto 252 before pulling over. The driver was then arrested, and police say the vehicle was connected to the shooting, although no other details were immediately available. Investigators also served search warrants at two residences in question. That led to more arrests and the recovery of six guns. The people involved are believed to all know each other. The case remains under investigation, but police say they think all suspects are accounted for and in custody. Why will not one person on the Minneapolis City Council say we get three, you get three. Because they're trying to cater. Not one person will say that. No, because they're trying to cater to their base. Why won't one person, when they talk about gun control, not talk about the fact that those folks arrested last night will continue to have guns no matter what? Right. Not according to Mary Morality. At the age of 25, they'll suddenly think better. It's a good piece in the paper today. Did you see that the editorial page from a neurologist? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That is a really good Basically piece, saying yeah. she's full of BS. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And that pretty much you'd have to excuse three quarters of the crime in America if you're going to use that excuse. Did we talk about who's backing her on the air or during that was the... during a break? Do we have Bill uh, 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 Glass tomorrow. Glon. 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 He will be joining us tomorrow. Yes. He, yeah. Let's ask him. I, I think he might in know studio? where Mary's uh, money came from. Mary Moriarty's money. I believe he'll be on the phone. Okay. Well, that sets a precedent. I don't know if I like that. Oh. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> I mean, we we take phone calls. Hell no. 
I've been working on that for a lot of reasons that you guys already know. Walking down the street, get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, with the monkeys! I just heard you on TL. John, who wrote their songs? Lieber and Stoller? No, 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 no. A lot of people wrote their songs. For instance, for instance, Last Train to Clarksville, which is a wonderful uh, protest song of sorts, written by Boyce and Hart, if you remember that's them. That's right, Boyce and Hart. Uh, Last Train to uh, Clarksville, that uh, was them. And uh, what's the other really good one? Pleasant Valley Sunday was Carol King, Jerry Goffin. Hmm. Uh, I'm a Believer was Neil Diamond. So uh, they had some uh, A-list people working on yes, the songs they, they wrote. So be interesting to talk to him in person about that. No, it sure would. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. I'm going to replace all you guys with golf carts. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> keep it up. I <laughs> get replaced by golf carts. Actually, baseball bags. That's what I'm going to raise you guys. The federal government has committed nearly half the $505 million needed to build the Gold Line Bus Rapid Transit Project, planned to provide service between downtown St. Paul and Woodbury beginning in 2025. Why? Maria Fernandez, uh, Chris, if you're wondering, administrator of the Federal Transit Administration at a ceremony said, quote, there's nothing better than showing up here with a check. Not your money, lady. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) The FTA will contribute $239 million to the East Metro Line. You will. They don't have any money. It's from the Federal Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, with Ramsey and Washington counties each chipping in $120 million. Oh, that's you. The results. Where the people's at? The uh, result will be the first bus rapid transit project in Minnesota that will largely operate on a dedicated lane. It'll run along the north side of Interstate 94, uh, meaning, according to the folks doing it, that service won't be snarled by congestion. Are you kidding me? Possibly cost that much money. Well, they're building their own highway. Mm -hmm. Oh my word! It's just such a waste. But think of how useful it'll be, Joe, from all those people to all those people that no longer work downtown anyway. It's but but it's the gold line. Come on, fellas, gold. And no matter what, it'll still suck taking the bus. Yes. (laughs) What if it's a Uh, mega bus? Harry Chapin, Omega. the Greyhound, is a dog of a way to get around. Get it? Boy, is it. Yeah, okay. he was right. A pork processing plant in southern Minnesota is poised to shut down and permanently lay off more than 1,000 people if a new owner for the Wyndham operation can't soon be found. High Life Foods filed notice with the state this week that its efforts to turn the business around have been unsuccessful. Uh, Glenn Taylor and a group of investors bought the former beef packing plant in 2016 and created Prime uh, Prime Pork and Comfrey Farms. In 2020, Canada-based High Life bought 75% ownership of the plant from Taylor Corporation. Glenn Taylor, who owns the Star Tribune, of course, as a separate investment, sold his remaining ownership of the pork plant earlier this year. That plant can process 1.2 million hogs annually, about a third of High Life's processing capacity. Brother Bus had a greyhound, and she was a beauty. Hmm. Just a beauty. Is this the plant that Taylor owned that caused all the protesters at the Timberwolves game? Probably. That's a good question, yeah. Thank you, John. Probably. It's a lot of bacon. (laughs) Don't get used to it, Chris. You ever wrestle a greased pig? (laughs) Here we go again. I I have not. No, but I'm willing to learn. That was a topic on today's Krabby Coffee Show. Oh. 
never what is it wrestle with a pig it just gets you all never full tug of on superman's cape and the god hide in the newsroom and the pig likes it anyway uh another state fair show announced local slash national bent to this one the two veterans uh, no two veteran indie rock acts with deep minnesota ties the hold steady and bob oh, cool. mold will pair up at the minnesota state fair grandstand on september 2nd for the currents music on a stick concert the mm-hmm. saturday night gig at the fair will be the first time the hold steady led by edina native craig finn with other ex-twin city and bandmates has shared a stage locally with mold who spent his formative 1980s years here making noise with the legendary punk trio husker do Mold will be joined at this show by his namesake band of the past decade. Uh, Dillinger 4 will also make its grandstand debut to open that concert. That's one of two gigs the Twin Cities Punk Quartet uh, has with Hold Steady this summer. The other is June 30th in Chicago. Tickets for the grandstand trifecta, very cheap, $27 and $37. So I think uh, Hold Steady is pretty good. Yeah, they are good. I here's, like Hold Steady. Here's yeah. a fun tip. Go into an independent record store like Fetus or, or whatever. Um, walk up to the desk with your favorite Hold Steady uh, CD and say to them, Craig Finn is the new Bruce Springsteen. I promise you they will not be able to restrain themselves. It's so, so fun. Did he used to be with somebody else? Lifter Puller. Craig Suit. Finn? Yeah, that the uh, local boy, and they played all over in the '90s. Here, I saw him a billion times. Yep. Yep. Johnny, I'm sorry if you mentioned it. What what night of the week is that? Or what? It's a Saturday evening, September second. Why am I confusing him with Crowded House? Is there a because there's a there is, but they're no relation. All right, Neil Neil Finn. Finn, Neil Finn and Tim Finn was Neil's brother, who was also a very good musician. Uh, Split (laughs) ends. They're both in split ends. Craig Finn has some fun lyrics. Uh, he's a pretty good lyricist. Yeah, I, I, I've heard. I don't know how many albums they have. I've heard two, and I thought they were both very good. So yeah, I've, I've got a bunch. There's, I don't hate them. You know, yeah. which is saying something. Didn't he come from a family of uh, like musicians? Wasn't Huck Finn one of the original? <laughs> Saw that one coming. <laughs> Saw that one. Didn't coming. he play the uh, flute? <laughs> don't bite, suit. flute player. Don't well, bite. you know. It's Huck, with, it's what a bit a bit of trepidation, I tell you, that we'll have more news after this. And unfortunately, I believe I have to send it back to the fellow that just made the Huck Finn joke. Well, you do. And you know what? <laughs> when I get serious about my Huck Finn stories, I am serious. But I'm even more serious when I'm talking about heating or cooling what? your home. <laughs> that made no when sense I tell, at all. When I tell a Huck Finn story, I'm, I'm really serious <laughs> about it. Is this Welter? Yeah, they're not Get on the clock Get your money yet. back. Let's, they're not Ray. on the clock yet. Let's go, Huckster. Get busy. This is what it is. It comes down to this. Here's what it is. You may have turned serious. off your heat because it's 80 degrees out. But you Too know what? in my house last night. The problem's not going away, Joe. Yeah. You got to have Welter come out and fix that furnace for next year. You might need it this weekend, too. So call 612-825-6867. Ask for Huck Finn. No. And if Huck is in there. <laughs> No, don't do that. that, Because somebody live is going to answer. I've done this myself when I called to uh, uh, get a a piece of equipment exchanged out. Uh And they were fantastic. The billing is so easy. You can go online to request a quote, make an appointment. Welter Heating has 100 years of experience in four generations. So they're not a fly-by-night. They don't have a crazy jingle. they got a moron doing their ads for them. Welterheating.com is the website, but they're a wonderful family. 612-825-6867. You won't be disappointed. Remember, air condition your shelter with Ray and Welter. Welterheating.com.
It was so hot. How, how, how was one one day at the fetus? I stopped. I stopped in there and picked up like three hold steady CDs, and I I, I just couldn't wait to say this to the guy. And <laughs> I thought he was gonna swallow his tongue. You know how pompous those record stores are. I guess I'm missing the inside joke here. What? Why would that bother them? Well, no. because not only do they hate Hold Steady and Craig Finn, they hate Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen. Yeah. They're they're hipsters oh, at a record at an independent record I store. See. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But yeah. Bruce is a man of the people. Yeah, but you're talking about people that have face tattoos. Okay, John, will you send me a couple of news stories, please? Oh, I will. I tell you what, I'll do that while we're doing the last segment. How's that? Because Kenny's going to have an ad any any who's. Oh, I see. So you want me to do it now? Oh. Yeah. That I way see. I can get ahead. I got I have an appointment I have to get to. Did That's... you guys see the news visual of the shooting in Granite Falls? I know the story. I did but not. Is... No. And they interviewed a woman uh, who had really odd tattoos and all kinds of face pieces. Yes. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's neither here nor there, but it's Granite Falls. I'm thinking, you know, Easter bonnets and gang right. dresses. Right. Right. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, and she had the weird tattoos on her face that yeah. you have to live like with forever. Nike slashes or something. Yeah. You know your theory about going to a small town in Wisconsin? Yeah. That's well, kind of what's happening what basically anywhere. Oh. It could just be that we're all getting old and not used to the looks now. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm not I'm not no. I'm not I'm not proclaiming a judgment one way. No, or no, other. I'm not I'm saying, saying it's a judgment. I'm saying I am. False. I'm no, in the I same boat you are. I, I see stuff and I go, "Huh?" I'm definitely judging. I will be posting on Twitter. Um, I forgot to tell you guys that we stopped at the uh, oh, National no. Eagle Center down in uh, Wabashaw. I'll, I'll excuse that. Yeah, it, it was it was really neat. Yeah. But um, I was the hit of the lobby when I grabbed an eagle puppet and stood up <laughs> and started singing on eagle's wings. Um, I had the entire... Jeez. God, what an embarrassment. So I'm going to post that on Twitter. I hope you'll give it a watch. And yeah, and here's what raise you up on Eagles Wings. And here's what you're going to do you're going to tag every single TV and radio host yes. in the you market because you are so God blessed needy. Yeah. It's, it embarrasses me when you start tagging all these people who don't give a rat's ass. You should have seen my family just take off. We don't Remember know this no, guy. with him. My favorite one. I think we talked <laughs> about it on Mick. the show because oh, uh, that poor girl. He had some tirade about the NBA, and he tagged Chris Humphreys. Was rookie did. Oh my god! <laughs> Hi, Rich. What's up? How do you tag him? How do you tag? Oh, I was gonna say, did Joe ask for some help? No, I'm good. No. Wait, okay. yeah, I have a question for Rich. Rich question Kenny for Rich. Question Kenny. for you. Bill's here. Yes, who can I? Can he hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear him? Here, use my headphones. I'm guess. Are you there? Is yeah, he there? there? Yes, sir. I can so hear John is gone, right? <laughs> is there? I'm. I need somebody I can call at six in the morning when things go oh, south for me. No, no, John's. He's gone today. He'll be in tomorrow. Oh, he still works there. Yes. Oh, he keeps threatening to quit. Oh, he's going to retire. Yeah, he's moving, moving south. He's but who's John? He's John Lofgren. <laughs> who's John? For, For a million dollars, dollars who is John? Well, I just got to know Rich. I mean, what the you know, hell? John's got the... Uh, I got I to gotta meet more than one guy a year? Does who, John have the Mustang? Uh, what does he have? He's got a. He's a car guy. He had a Falcon, sakes. but he sold What's it. What's he look yeah. like? John. A, uh, John. Can I... 
talk to Ray. There's like eight people go, talking. Here. Willies, the He's got a gasser too. Yeah, uh, he sold the Falcon. Yeah. Oh, and created the forty. The forty. Yeah. Um, but Rick, will there be somebody there that early that I can rely on for lunch every day? Will hey, you, Rich? Ed, oh, sorry. When he, when that person shows up, could you just send me his email contact stuff? Because I had a shit show this Tell morning. Johnny and... said hello. Well, Thanks, hey, Rich. Rich. Yes. Sir. How you feeling? Uh, like crap. But, are you? Uh, you know, modern, you gonna be okay? Modern pharmaceuticals are propping me up. Did you have uh, another one, Rich? No, no. I uh, congestive heart failure. No. Yeah. Again. No, no. The last one was an MI. This is congestive heart failure and, and AFib. Jesus. Rich. Other than that, how well, are you doing? Yeah, how's well, the play? Uh, <laughs> well, get, get better, Rich, will you? Come on. Yes, I'm working on it. All, All right, right, buddy. Rich, cool. you go. The show's over. Yeah. No, I can't do anything. Yeah, the so. whole place is going to go down the asshole. We'll be fine, boys. All right. Say Leave some notes. Look at that camera right there. So yeah. No, get in here. Get in there and say hi. Coming close. There you go. Hi, Rich. Hi, Rich. We're doing good. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. See you guys. See you, bro. Glad to see you up in Adam. Town council members, that's the guy that keeps GL on the air. One one of the guys that helps. Hell, we sent him to Iraq when we had somebody embedded over there. He's been to my house to fix stuff. I can't. He drew the short straw, which I think he'd rather go to Iraq. I was just going to say that's worse than Iraq. <laughs> the best is you'll see Joe come. Why does Lofgren's say, name uh, ring a bell, but John doesn't? You would John know John Lofgren. right away. If John Lofgren, John, you know yeah. he wasn't the second. Not only is he a GLer, he's a huge motorhead. Yeah, huge. His Facebook page is pretty. Oh, much he drives. Fact, he has that C class that sits right by the door to the family garage. That's his. Is he the guy who? Uh, is always gone and is, is leaving an email saying, no, I'll you're be thinking out of, of Jim Jerry's. Oh. No, yeah, that that's guy's production. gone more than he's here. <laughs> and he's the one that drives the Mustang, or yeah. I think it's a Camaro. In now. fact, Rook, John's the guy that will always let us cut ahead of him in the line at the cafeteria because he'll say, well, I don't want Such to yell at you. So, yeah, let you guys right. go first. He knows, what's, he knows what's going on. I know, John. I'm just kidding you. Uh, right. Late, you get. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> he knows his hot rods, boy. He's had a bunch Are of cool Are we going to do the ones. show? I'm rolling. He, uh, he put together a Falcon that was great. I mean, and you wouldn't think a Falcon. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Ray, then, who was the guy at the it. old studio? Ray, somebody. Ray Brown. He had, a, he had a Falcon <laughs> station wagon with curtains in it, and the curtains had little cactuses on them. Yes. He, I uh, think he lived in the damn car. He, uh, Our nation's birthday, yeah. 1976, was the home. last time I made love to my wife. <laughs> I think that was what he said. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> that was in like 88 when right. he said that. I think he was touching those dials way too much. I oh, think he Joe. had a lot of radioactivity. No, he would come in on a Sunday night and lean up against the transmitter. Oh, taking it all in. Yeah. yeah. Soaking it up. <laughs> no, I'd walk around the corner. He'd have his forehead oh, pressed glowing. up against yeah, the Yeah, he's glowing. Yeah. The car was like a bunkhouse. Yeah, that was a cool car. Oh, it was cool, but it was a bunkhouse. He was living in there. Ray, you in there? I do all out. my trade at Super Value. Is Ray still with us, I wonder? I, I, don't, so. I don't think so. I didn't work with Ray. All right, I'm rolling. What was his last name, Rook? Welter. 
he would he would come in he'd come in overnights and he would drink so much that i would go to the bathroom to get away from him (laughs) and he would follow me right to the door (laughs) it's like okay i got i'm gonna be in here a while ray Uh, i don't have a break for 45 minutes so uh you know i'll get back to you (laughs) i'm rolling yeah i hope so (laughs) it's the end of the world as we know it Feels fine. Joe we got many reasons to love Tri-State. They've been around since 83. One of the biggest Bobcat dealers in the country. Also, they're all GLers, so they're listening every day. But what I love, they feature the bull, the Toro, the absolute leader in lawn care. And we've got a Toro mower for everyone. Every application, small lots, big lots, acreage. I don't care if you're uh, just a tiny homeowner or if you're a contractor and you need a dozen of them um tri-state can set you up with a toro right now tri-state has last year's 54 inch time cutter zero turns with my ride suspension mind you for 42.99 check it check those out when you get in there you'll love them they also have current model year 50 inch time cutters 37.99 you can see it all at tristatebobcat.com Toro's also at the forefront of battery-powered equipment, and this isn't stuff you have to charge every 10 minutes. This stuff lasts all day. There's 60-volt power source with the Toro Flex Force system. Pretty amazing. You put it on a backpack, and then it runs whatever you got, string trimmers, hedge trimmers, leaf blowers, and it's all-day power. <laughs> Same with their uh, big lawnmowers. The, these, uh, these contractors can run these zero-turn battery-powered lawnmowers all day long. Three locations Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, and Mankeys down in Owatonna. And, of course, the web, tristatepodcat.com. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Mr. Mikulski, perhaps you'd like to share that with the entire class. It'd be be fun if you could maybe turn your microphones off when that bullshit is happening. I didn't mean to do it. Can't hear it. Yeah. We're going to have to put that on social. I'm not with him. I have a great announcement that involves John Height. Oh, okay. Oh, our buddy Jeff Dayton is going to be in studio Friday. Yeah. Note that in studio as a guest and a musician in studio. And John will come in with his guitar. And that's this Friday. Jeff's in town the 14th and 15th. What day is the 14th? 14th is Friday. He'll be at the 318 Music Cafe in Excelsior that night. And the next night, he's at Crooners in Fridley. Nice. But on Friday, Jeff Dayton, our buddy from the fair, wonderful musician, will be in here with us. And you know what? I got a feeling it's going to be a rather festive day because I do believe it will be the garage door opener. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, nice. And yeah. Jeff Dayton to celebrate that. How great is that? Now, Jeff is bringing a guitar, right? And, yeah, in person. He'll be in the studio. And, and he doesn't care if I'm there playing guitar because sometimes musicians. No, well, some musicians well, do. Well, you know what? Just be here with a guitar. Does let's well, I'll I've, be there. I've, don't worry. John, I think he's made a special request that I don't show up with my bass. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure he, he doesn't need that. You can uh, ask him if he's ever played with Mickey Dolan. Good. Or Dolan's knows him too. Probably knows him. Dolan's. Yes, him too. Circus boy. By the way, uh Crooners, where Jeff is playing. 
Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous place. I've heard that. Music. I hear yeah. great things about it. It's yeah. wonderful. What it's is wonderful. it? What kind of venue? It's a it's a night a supper club sort of old fashioned supper club. Not old fashioned, I should say. It's a supper club, huh. and it it has a couple rooms. They also built a place out back where uh, bands can play uh, in outdoor setting. Uh, but the thing you can go in, you can order yourself a steak or a salad you get or whatever food you there? want. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever you want. And, uh, steak then, salad. Oh, yeah. before eight yeah. o'clock though. Not yeah. like is, is this on? There's yeah. no bingo at Crooners, I don't think. No, no, no. It's a very no. nice place, and uh, the, yeah, it's uh, anyway. They're they're not really playing paying for this, so I'll just be quiet and go on to the news. Reavers, go queue up that CD. I have it ready to go. Okay, thank you, John. Continue. Uh, federal authorities say two Minneapolis men have been indicted for their roles in an armed carjacking and kidnapping earlier this year. The U.S. Attorney's Office's 18-year-old Jamal Timothy Funches and 21-year-old Tashawn Tian Paulton are federally charged with kidnapping, carjacking, and two counts of brandishing a gun during a violent crime. The court documents say on February 14th, the two men approached a man who'd made arrangements to buy a cell phone over Facebook Marketplace when he went to the meetup spot in Columbia Heights, ordered him into the backseat of his vehicle, then held him at gunpoint for hours. Documents add they also picked up a juvenile, and the three of them took turns holding the victim at gunpoint, demanding he give them his cell phone, wallet, credit cards, and banking info, then drove around the Twin Cities to withdraw money using his cards. Prosecutors say the men then openly talked about murdering the man before they finally just dumped him on a road in St. Paul and drove away in the car. The victim was able to use an employee's cell phone at a nearby gas station to call 911. Police then tracked down Paulton, Funchess, and the juvenile by tracking the victim's phone. Funchess and Paulton are both in federal custody. City and law enforcement leaders held a news conference regarding a proposed public safety plan made by Governor Walls and how it would impact communities across Hennepin County. Uh, they held it late this morning. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, Brooklyn Park Mayor Hollis Winston, Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt, and Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara, among others, spoke on the topic. The public safety plan would allow funds to be given to public safety departments. Walls' administration announced a revised state budget proposal that would increase the amount of funds being awarded to law enforcement agencies. That proposal calls for up to $550 million to be distributed to cities, counties, and tribal governments. Where is the safety plan? <laughs> the safety man. You know, over the weekend, there was an old bit in the Pioneer Press of a guy named Pilot who died. His first name escapes me. But I thought, what an interesting name of a guy to die during Easter. Pilot. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, was it spelled the same? P- was P-I-L-O-T? Isn't that oh. how Pontius spelled his name? No, it's A-T-E. P-I-L-O-T-E. Oh, then yeah. never mind. Like Pilate? Uh, all right. <laughs> His first name is Airline. I don't think Pontius Pilate was P-I-L-A-T-E. <laughs> Chris, would you look that up for us or Rook, somebody, whatever. Yeah, I'm working on other stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You watching the twins? Oh, am I done already? Wow, yeah, you're done. I'll tell you why. Okay, sure. Oh, why? yeah. No, we'll play it when we come back. Pontius Pilate, P-I-L-A-T-E. Well, huh. for Pete's sake. Go figure. Honest, yeah, well, I stand corrected. Did you ever read the Bible? What the hell's wrong with Not you? Not really. Uh, <laughs> He's Catholic. It's a cafeteria. I'm Catholic, right. too. I read the Bible. Wow. That, We're taking that kind of a thing's break. Very quiet. Right. Do what, though? <laughs> oh, the look on your face, Chris, was great. <laughs> like, what? Oh, what I didn't realize we were going to break so soon. Well, that's okay. I got gotcha. you. Well, I guess this is the final break. Right. This is the final. 
Here, I'll, I got that for you. Um, another person, um, a dear listener who I like and I have uh, conversations with frequently via email was fooled into thinking that ass hat on Facebook named Kenny Olson is me. God, that drives me crazy. He, uh, he is a is friend he of mine guy? and throws me for a loop. Yeah. Is he in St. Paul? He, yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't make the difference that he's not me. He loves stringing people along drives me insane i was actually wondering if that's why he friended me you know what i mean on one Facebook. day one at one point i don't know a year or so ago he was having um thoughts of hurting himself oh. and so everybody yeah. started contacting yeah. me and sending me you know getting on my phone and i'm like no that's that's not me yeah uh, I'll, I'll get hurt and it'll probably be my fault but it won't be on purpose <laughs> <laughs> The chainsaw. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's go. Dirt bike or snowmobile tractor. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny, let's go. Did that show up on Twitter? No. And hey, dummy, what? it's not at Garage Logic Podcast. It's at GL Podcast. Oh, so you tagged everybody in sight again? I didn't. No, it was on a previous one, but that's why none of that ever shows up in the GL Podcast feed because you you don't. <laughs> yeah. God, you're so bad at it. I don't understand I why mean... you keep doing it. Stay on Instagram where you belong with all the other women. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, that, that, that's, uh, I hate to say it, but that's pretty funny. What? Eagle oh, puppy. Yeah. Don't encourage, please. Send it don't to encourage me. that. Send it, to, Send it, it to, to me. It'll be on social media. I don't do that. Oh, yeah. Are we ready? Okay. It's at GL Podcast. At GL Podcast. I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. You know what time of the year it is. I'm going to tell you what time of the year it is. It's time when GLers love to brag about using seafoam. Bragging about it is just as fun as using it. Putting our winter stuff away, breaking out our summer stuff, giving everything a big gulp, and then being joyous when the thing we parked last November fires on the first or second kick. That's how seafoam works. Fast and easy, cleaning, lubricating. All those critical engine parts stay happy so uh, the engine runs better, lasts longer. That rough idle, loss of power, sluggish acceleration, that's often caused by a dirty fuel system. Seafoam cleans, lubricates the entire fuel system. It overcomes those uh, common problems, making our lives easy and fun. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Years ago, we got a call from a woman named Jan. It was uh, early enough in the development of Garage Logic that we were just really learning what that meant, what garage logicianship meant, and uh, going out to the garage to uh, take matters under our own hands. Mm -hmm. And we got a call from this woman named Jan. Here, hands down, might be. The best call that ever came into Garage Logic. Man builds woman, homemade, custom made breast pump. Have the old man build you one like this woman's husband did. Jan? Yeah. Hi. Hi. What's up? Well, I, I disagree with you. I don't think uh, other people need to pay for breast pumps when you can have your own husband go out and build you one like mine did. <laughs> What'd he do? 
Oh, I, I don't know. He, he got a little pump from X-Man. <laughs> variable speed. Yeah. And um, actually, he made it with our first child. Had a little trouble. It kept speeding up too fast. But then he made some adjustments, now with the second one. And he spray-painted it nice and shiny. Kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean it speeded up? I well, mean, it, it, the, the, the little pump kept, kept going faster and faster. So. Well, did what's your husband's name? Dan. Did you yell, Dan? I did kind of. <laughs> kept getting faster and faster. Well, could you remove the... Yes. Yeah. I could turn it down. Oh, thank goodness. And, uh, but then it what's good about it, too, is in between the kids now, he's been able to use it to bleed the pump, the brake. <laughs> And see, I was thinking, you know, you could give me the number of this lady, and maybe he could provide these pumps. Man, you, you, Dan has got to get a citizen award too. Oh, he does. He's great. He went out to the. You're not lying to no, me. No, I, I could bring it and show it to you if you wanted. He went out to the garage. Yep. And he built you a breast pump. He did. You have got to send me. Uh, Dan's name and address uh, because he, along with the fellow who uh, fought the city of Blaine for this outbuilding and won, uh, there's two awards today that must go out. Your husband must receive a Garage Logic uh, Citizenship Award. Well, I will. I will send that in. Yep. And and the I and the imagery of him uh, bleeding breaks uh, in between uh, children well, uh, is worthy enough uh, of the award. All right. Thanks, Jan. Uh-huh. Send me that information, and we'll send it to him. I will. And and put a notation in there that you're the lady who called about such and such. Okay, I will. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. When do you think that was? I have the exact date right here. Mm-hmm. When do you guys think it was? I was on vacation. I would still Jeremy's say it was in the 90s. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking it was 2004. Nope. It's Kenny's or Joe's right. It was in the 90s. Oh, really? July 7th. Because Jeremy was running the board because wow. I was on vacation. It was hmm. July seventh of nineteen ninety seven. Good lord! No kidding. Yep. At least that's wow. what this says on the on the. All track. right. Yeah, I probably made that up, but that's. And that was cool. Jan Bo. <laughs> I got this email today, Joe. Some years ago, I called in to tell you how my husband Dan had built me a breast pump. It was used to feed both our sons. I just wanted to update you on what he's been doing. We were lucky enough to buy a cabin up north. Dan wasn't satisfied with the size of the garage. He proceeded to build a 38 by 50 with a 20 by 50 upper level. Wow. It was built with the help of family and friends. The only thing hired out was pouring the cement. Anyway, the garage is currently filled with cabin essentials, jet skis, four-wheelers, pontoon boats, dirt bikes. Dan's current cylinder index is 70 urban. Mm. So I guess I wanted to acknowledge what a true garage logician he is. By the way. One of our sons who benefited from the breast pump grew to be six feet eight. He is a garage logician in training. Thanks, Jan. Wow. Jan's been with us all that time. Thank you, Jan. Because the heading on her email was breast pump maker update. (laughs) Wow. I love a guy that instead of spending anywhere from $39 to $249 goes, the hell with that. I can build one better than that. It's something as less important as using it as a breast. No, he walked in. He said, Jan, try this on. See if this. Hurry up. I got to bleed the brakes. (laughs) Come on. I got brakes to work on. (laughs) Only because they come to us all the way. From where? 
Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day, April 12th, in 1923. That's 100 years ago. Yep. That doesn't seem like 100 years ago. It sure ain't what it on used to be. On this day in 1923, St. Paul's first automatic traffic signal on a pedestal about 10 feet high began operating at 5th and St. Peter Streets. Huh. Fifth and St. Peter. That's okay. right. On this day in 1937, 412, Dennis J. Banks was born in the Leech Lake Indian Reservation to the Ojibwe, an activist for indigenous rights. He would be one of the founders of the American Indian Movement in 1968, along with Clyde and Vernon Bellacourt from the White Earth Ojibwe and George Mitchell. Intent on raising awareness of the plight of the Native people, the members of AIM would participate in the occupation of Alcatraz Island in San Francisco, Wounded Knee in South Dakota, and the Bureau of Indian Affairs headquarters in Washington, D.C. For those activities, Banks spent time in prison, after which he continued his activist work. Hmm. On this day, do it in 1976. A two-month strike by members of the Graphic Arts International Union was settled when several hundred bookbinders and four Twin Cities area envelope companies reached an accord about a new two-year contract that provided hourly pay increases of 45 cents the first year and 50 cents the second year. The strikers had settled earlier with a fifth company. Huh, it's like radio. 76? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that would have made my list of on this day in history. You know, bookbinders say. That's radio last year. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to need all that. <laughs> hey, before we go, and you you thank the GLers, there's a brand new Krabby Coffee Shop uh, in the can, and we had some fun today. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying it was a good show, but we did have some fun. Well, how do you get it? What do you do? You go uh, right to the Reavers can tell you. I don't. You go I'll right do to the garagelogic.com. It's under the thing. There. I'll do that promotion as soon as you. Uh... Well, thank you, GLers. <laughs> hey, you guys can help participate in this wrap up of Garage Logic. Are you ready? Yeah, I don't want to. You know how you help Kenny find, or the listeners find Kenny in the Krabby Coffee Shop, Rook? Oh, where do you go? I would go to Pod MN because that is your library for podcasts just like that that will entertain you. And every once in a while, those podcasts, they have fun on the show. Mm -hmm. You can also go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. If you haven't done so yet, also, hey, join the town council. Oh, We've been yeah. giving them their money's worth, yes. I think, this week on the Garage Logic Town Council. If, if, if that was 1996 that she was breastfeeding that kid who's now 6'8, how old was he? I mean, how old is he now? 27, uh, right? 27. 26, yeah. 27. Wait, eight. You're not breastfeeding when you're eight. Well, I, you know, let's say he was an infant. You are if you're growing up in a sod hut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, I'm home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all Got there for it. you. <laughs> That's funny. That was so wrong. Mom, I'm home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Uh, I have to laugh. Is that the bar doing his homework? Right. I'm driving in my right. car. Uh, every time you say worldwide waftage, I hear worldwide you waftage. saying it as Elmer Fudd. Worldwide waftage.com. Oh, what I mean. <laughs> 
No. Chris, I did send you stories. Yeah, I already go. got them. I was oh. going to say thank you, but then. Uh, we, I just want to make sure you got them. Joe, well, I'm ready, Wild, I'm ready Wild will be you. starting the playoffs on the road. On the road. Against the star. Either the star or the av. They'll play the star, I think. Uh, That'd be a good series, though. They haven't had a playoff matchup with the star. We get three calls to prayer if you count church bells, comma. And I got to read this before you send Church. it because yesterday's was horrible. What are you talking about? Well, you used the word do, D U E, twice in about five words. Hmm. I, I, I just typed whatever you I told don't, me. I wouldn't have done that. You, all, you also misspelled San Francisco. Jeez. What about do do? <laughs> I, I have to train myself to look at every we one of these. We get three calls to prayer if you count <laughs> church bells, comma, comma. The Muslims are about to get five calls to prayer. Um, church isn't capitalized, is it? Nope. Okay. Whoa, stop. Ready for you. Why were priests kicked out of Walter Reed Medical Center? Question mark. Priests kicked out of Walter Reed, (laughs) R-E-E-D, Memorial Center? Medical Center. Medical Center. Okay. Hmm. Uh... Period? Yeah. No, question mark. Question mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do we have? We talked about uh, the breast pump, Johnny Height News. Breast pump visit from the past. I wonder where he where his cabin is. That place sounded sweet, though. Yeah, it did. I want to have them come over so I can show off my shot. What shop. threw me is she put pontoon boats in plural. Who needs more than one pontoon boat? Why not? They, Are you denying uh, the right to extra cylinders? No, but pontoon boat is bad enough having one. Oh, I'd get a cocktail cruiser. That's the only kind of boat right, I'd I buy. Gotta, I got to read this. Broski, I'm out. See you guys. Yep. See you, Rook. Yeah, I, I have to. Uh, okay. See you guy bought a horse. I've got something better to do. I sent it to you. All right. Bye, town council. And it's on Twitter. Thank <laughs> you.